today on the Scott Thompson Show on AM 900 CHML. It's a simple question. Should be a police be allowed to shame suspects on Facebook? The story begins, um, a driver mows down six mailboxes, slurs her words, tells police she has a lizard in her bra, and then the police respond by saying something along the lines of, where does one hold a bearded dragon lizard while driving in their brassiere? Of course, police posted online. Just itching to get in on this conversation is a man not unfamiliar to this program, Ross McLean, a former Toronto police officer. He is now a crime specialist. Ross, good afternoon. Have you calmed down yet? Yeah, it's uh, it's really quite the story, isn't it? I mean, I'm not sure where my bearded lizard is right now. Mm. But, I mean, well. We'll have to see on that. But it's, listen, you know, I'll tell you something. As a cop, and I'm sure you've known enough uh, cops from your days uh, reporting news, uh, they've got some pretty funny stories, but not all are fit for public consumption or, or do well on social media. Ted. Now, um, civil rights advocates are saying that posting mug shots and written pejorative descriptions of suspects amounts to public shaming of police, who, of people rather, who have not yet been convicted. Do you agree with that? Well, you know what? We've, uh, I'm going to have to tell you, in the broad strokes, I do agree with it for a lot of reasons. We've seen cases that come up. Now, it's one thing if the police have got an amber alert out. Uh, you know, a violent husband has taken children, social media fills up with it, off it goes. There is no better use for social media and the police and the public to coordinate than to find uh, children like that. But we've also seen where what happens is small issues uh, become public shaming of people that it can quite frankly ruin their lives uh and the punishment is greater than any punishment the court could ever give out to them so it's a real question now the uh, as you mentioned uh, the impact of having a mugshot posted according to uh, a civil rights organization down in the states it can be incredibly damaging for people that are parents for people that have jobs for people that have lives that they have come back to i guess my next question is that what is the difference between a police officer posting that and somebody who is driving by takes out their camera and gets a video of this alleged drunk person doing something stupid what's the difference Well, I think the difference is in the intent, really. Is the intent to address an issue, to reduce the problems of an issue of drinking and driving, or let's even call it police violence, or or whatever the issue is you want to do it. I think that really there needs to be be, uh, maybe a more of an anonymous way when the police social media are doing it, that they're not addressing it personally and identifying a person. Uh, because that's where it really becomes public. It becomes public shaming. I mean, much like you used to hear about some parents, if their kid got caught stealing, they'd make them wear a sign and stand in the public square saying, I was a thief or something, right? Mm-hmm. But, it, but it goes much further. And the, uh, the crime, when it goes on social media, is forever. And the outcome is not published the same as what the allegation is. Now, this happened in uh, just outside of Boston in Taunton, Massachusetts. And uh, some people said, they posted, great job getting drunks off the road and entertaining us. Uh, somebody else wrote, hey, Taunton Police Department, your holier-than-thou attitude is part of the reason why people don't like slash don't respect police. Uh, do you see where that person's coming from? Well, I, absolutely. In fact, uh, when, I, when I got called to talk about this segment with you today, I want to relate a story that was something that helped me out so much in my police career. When I was just starting, and I was a snot-nosed rookie who hadn't even really been in a police car before, I was going up to the police association in Toronto to sign my my union papers and stuff, and there was a party going on there, and it was a retirement for a cop who had done 35 years, and I bumped into him at his bar, his reception, and he said, I'm just leaving. I said, I'm just joining. 
Well, in any event, he says, I'm going to give you a couple of pointers here that will get you through your career. And one of the, the, one, the first pointer he gave me, which was a huge one, and I never forgot it, although I might have slipped up once or twice, he said, if you're going to give someone the ticket, give them the ticket. If you're going to give them the lecture, give them the lecture. But don't give them the lecture and the ticket, because people just won't stand for that. It's too much. So when you see, when the police, I think, on social media, when they do the rare time go over the line, it's because somebody has already suffered the consequences of their actions, and they're getting the penalty of that, plus they're getting the lecture and the snarking and the public shaming. And I think that's where you have to be real careful about not crossing the line on social media. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play and listen to The Scott Thompson Show weekdays from noon to 3 on AM 900 CHML.